Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Franchise pros. Stan the man. Paul Segretto. Time to show you the way of franchising today. Hey, do you possess the spirit of an entrepreneur? Wanna lay your business plan down like a rug or a floor? Or maybe you have a dream of opening a chain of delis? Or whatever passion lights that pilot life under your belly? Or do you want to start a business, fam, using the proven trademark from another brand? Huh. And grow together and expand like a rage of fire. From a single to a multi-unit empire. Well, pay attention to this podcast that you hear. It's streaming in HD. So fine tune both of your ears. And Stan and Paul lays down the law. Whether you want to be a franchisee or a franchisor. It's all about sustainable growth. The sensible franchising. Proving concepts to start enterprises. So use your left and right side of your brain. And absorb this knowledge here of franchising today. Franchising today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today. Franchise today. Franchising today. Hello, everyone in the franchise world. My name is Paul Segreto, and this is Franchise Today. And, of course, that was a good friend of ours, Badlands Booker, was our little ditty about franchise today. And, of course, joined by my co-host, Stan Friedman in Hot Atlanta. Stan, good afternoon. And right back at you, birthday boy. Happy birthday, Mr. Segreto. Thank you very much. 61 years old today. I don't feel a day over 60. <laughs> well, it's a... Uh... It's a beautiful day in hot Atlanta. I know you're struggling with some foul air down in Houston, but, um, hey, it's just, you know, another walk in the park. It's like a day in Atlanta. It's like that all summer long with smog and pollution, but I'm sorry that you're struggling on your birthday, my friend, and I hope you have a great day and a great evening and that your family and you get to celebrate. Hope you get to see your grandkids and uh, make the most of a happy day. Definitely. I appreciate it. You know, and it is. Uh, the hot days of summer, the dog days of summer. Um, and we're, we're getting close to uh, wrapping up the month of August. And August has been a hot month for Franchise Today, especially the last two weeks where we've had the uh, the founders of the gym guys, uh, Josh York, and, of course, the founder of, of Nine Round uh, Fitness, um, Shannon the Hammer Hudson. Uh, really, two great shows. God, so much energy. I mean, we got off the phone with, uh, got off the air two weeks ago with uh, with Shannon Hudson, and I thought, my God, this guy's full of energy. And then we had Josh York on, and right. Josh took it to a totally another place. Different level. Yeah. I mean, it was extraordinary. What an extraordinary guy. 
Well, we've got some we got some high energy to go through here today too. And I got to tell you though, before I even get to the front of the house, a most amazing experience that inconvenienced me greatly today. But I can't imagine what it's going to cost Jimmy Johns. So I get on the phone, not the phone first. First, I get on my computer to place my my typical number to you every Wednesday before showtime, Jimmy John's order. And I get a pop-up on the screen that says, we can't take online orders today. Please call this number. So I call the number to the store. And when I get on the line, I find out it's worse, it's worse yet. Not only can't they take an online order, but they can't take an order for payment by credit card. I said, really? That wouldn't have happened if I was ordering from John Smith subs. I'll bet Ray will agree with me on that when we get him in here in a few minutes. But, <laughs> but wow, what is that? What will that cost? I can't imagine. That store here in Buckhead, I mean, we've got their drivers in and out of this office 80 or 90 times a day, and we're just one office suite in one building. You know, and that's got to be monumental. So I hope they get that figured out before it's time for my next number two, Paul. Also, in the front of the house, just a few things to touch on today, and one is – um, congratulatory shout out, not once but twice, to our, my good friends at Zoop for opening on uh, location, new location in Egan, Minnesota, um, as part of the grand opening. That franchisee has raised and donated $2,275 for Open Arms of Minnesota, which delivers free meals to people in the area suffering from life threatening illnesses. Well, a big fat shout out to Anthony Stephan, the new franchisee. And another shout-out goes to Zoop. As part of their 20th anniversary, they teamed up with local franchise partners to honor 20 fire departments across the country by delivering rescue care packages. Among the fire departments were Station Number 1 in Maumee, Ohio, as well as Troy Fire Station Number 3 in Troy, Michigan. The packages included soup, of course, soup, bread, and a beverage. But great stuff. You know, we're going to be talking about a culture of giving back today, and those two stories just caught my eye. I also want to congratulate our friends, uh, Barb Moran and Pete Baldine at the Moran Family Brands. You know, we're familiar with the terms combos and trombos, as we're also familiar in the food industry with restaurants that open up, you know, in multi-branded environments and, and, and co-brand. Well, here comes Moran opening a new location with a Milex, a Mr. Transmission, a Smart View, and an Altamira all four being Moran brands, but they're, they're putting all four of these together at one location uh, with a franchisee who is going to be operating all four. And that's, um, you know, that's a great milestone and kudos to our friends at Moran. Also want to uh, call out and shout out a chicken salad chick message. They're rapidly approaching 100, Paul. They're opening up number 92 in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and closing in on that all-important 100-store milestone. As you said, a lot going on in franchising, and uh, you know, supposed to be the dog days of summer, but always, always, we find ourselves with plenty to talk about in our world, don't we? And we sure do, and I especially want to, you know, ride on those kudos to uh, Barb Moran and Pete Baldine. Um, definitely have a place in my heart, considering uh, I was with Moran back in the uh, in the early '90s as its president. So um, I'm happy to see uh, that brand continuing to grow. And, of course, I want to also shout out my own kudos to Rick Simtop. You know, how come we haven't had him uh, on the show? And, of course, he's the uh, the founder of of Zoop, so we we need to arrange that. Actually, we should certainly do that. Richard's a great guy, been a great friend for a number of years. Um, But give the devil his due. Eric Ursher is actually the founder 
of Zoop. Richard's oh, just one okay. super Sorry one super that. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, yeah. he's actually you know, he's a, he is a, a co-owner and um, and the CEO, but um, but Eric Ursher uh, is entitled to the founders' rights. So make certain we clear that up. Hey, one other thing, just talking restaurants, I, I caught an article in QSR that um, I think is worthy of of mention. You know, a lot of people here probably have not heard of GDPR, but GDPR is a European privacy uh, law that's come into effect that's going to impact a lot of people, food people amongst them. But even we as um, domestic-focused franchise executives need to be honing in on GDPR and the impact of who comes to your website and whose information you collect and if any of them are in the European Union – you are most certainly going to be impacted by GDPR. So my suggestion is if you're familiar with it, great, stay on top of it. And if you're not, go Google GDPR and study up on the impact that this will have. Even if you're not doing business anywhere in the U.S. but the U.S., you may have people coming to you from outside the U.S. And if so, this is something you need to concern yourself with as well. That covers the front of the house, Paul. I'm going to take no more of race time because I can't wait for the introduction of a good friend and a peer in franchising, and you're going to tell our audience who it is. Absolutely, and of course, today's um, show is titled The Importance of Giving Back, and I think we have uh, the individual that probably takes that to the quintessential level, and of course, I'm referring to our guest today, Ray Titus. And in addition to serving as CEO of United Franchise Group and, of course, its affiliated companies, uh, Ray's a lifelong entrepreneur who began his career with his father, franchising legend Roy Titus, and went on to develop a group of successful brands and franchise development services. Today he discusses uh, with us the Titus Center for Franchising at Palm Beach Atlantic University, uh, officially kicking off its second year of enrolling college students in the program. And more importantly for listeners, uh, the upcoming uh, Selling Franchises Boot Camp that's happening in uh, January 2019. Ray, welcome to Franchise Today. Well, thank you, Paul and Stan. It's uh, it's an honor to be on your show, and uh, I really appreciate all that the two of you do to promote franchising worldwide. Appreciate that, Ray. We definitely take that personally, very personally. So thank you for recognizing that and acknowledging it. Uh, It's certainly an honor coming from an esteemed gentleman in franchising uh, like yourself. You know, we spend a lot of time uh, at the beginning of our shows uh, talking with our guests about how franchising finds them. And, of course, your situation is a little bit different, uh, obviously, being the son of franchising legend uh, Roy Titus. So you kind of was born into of franchising, but for the benefit of our listeners uh, that might not know uh, that part of your journey, if you could share a little bit of those early years and take us into uh, the United Franchise Group and then, of course, to what we want to talk about today, which is the Titus Center for Franchising at Palm Beach Atlantic University. Sure, Paul. Um, You know, for me, like you said, it, I don't know if I had much of a choice. Uh, you know, when you're when you're in a family business, you're in the family business uh, when you start out. Um, and and so uh, when my dad started Minuteman Press, the printing franchise, in the early '70s, uh, we were all working. Everyone 
in in that everyone in my family was working in the business and through in different stages and my eighth grade school paper was how to start a franchise company so uh my my uh teacher kept me afterwards and asked me in what industry it was going to be in and i told him i didn't know but i knew it was going to be franchising because from an early age i i just love the concept of helping other people achieve their goal and dreams of owning their own business and 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 providing for their families. So uh, I I grew up in sports and and uh, was uh, played basketball and used that and 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 hard work and goal setting and and hard driving and and those things and I applied it in business as I got older and. When I came out of college, I went to work with my dad for a year, and then we started Sinorama in 1986. And uh, I was 23 at that point, and I ran the first store and hired uh, production and salespeople, and we built that business to start franchising. And from there, you know, 32 years later, um, uh, I'm 55 years old, and we have uh, eight brands, 1,600 franchisees in 80 countries worldwide, and uh, based here in West Palm Beach. And uh, uh, so from our standpoint, it's been a, a fantastic journey, and uh, our franchisees uh, have done amazing, amazing things out there in, in all our different brands. And it's starting with Sinorama, we then – uh, the second one we started was Embroid Me, which the last uh, year and a half we changed the name to Fully Promoted to kind of better better suit the business model and the, the franchisee's business. The The next one we did was Transworld Business Advisors, and it's a business brokerage. Uh, after that, we did uh, Super Green Solutions, which is energy-efficient products and services, and Experimac, which is our uh, pre-owned Apple computers and iPhone and, and phone fix-it and repair. Uh, then we got into food with John Smith Subs. And, yes, Stan, we, we definitely can help you with your sandwich today. Uh, uh, and, and the Great Greek, uh, which is out of Las Vegas, which is a, a, a Greek uh, um, restaurant that's doing really well. And VentureX, which is our co-working space, which that industry is just booming. So we've got eight brands, 1,600 franchisees in 80 countries worldwide. And we have a big company, but we really run it like a small company so that we can make quick change and we don't need committees and board of directors, decisions, uh, you know, we're the same as our franchise owners. We're entrepreneurs, and, and we can make quick decisions and, and move forward. And so that's what we've been doing for 32 years. And um, so, like I said, I'm 55. But, Paul, I, I wish you a happy birthday today. And uh, uh, Thank you. That's, Appreciate uh, it. That's a, a great milestone. I, you know, I, it, although it, you're so much older than I am, and uh, you know, I, I look forward to those years ahead. Right? <laughs> if if Paul was older, gosh, I must be Ben Franklin here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't going down that road. <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of I kind of headed it off anyway because I knew if I didn't, you would. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Would. Hey, Ray. <laughs> Ray, we want to we want to talk a lot 
today about the Titus Center, but but before we even get there, I want to peel the onion back a little further to some things that I've read about you and your years growing up and that as busy as your dad was with business, he always had time to coach. He always had time to be involved in giving back. And, um, and it's in that spirit that the Titus Center was even born. So I think before we even talk about what the Titus Center in the current tense is all about and how you and Dr. Hayes are, are living the dream of yeah. helping to create a new wave of entrepreneurs, there's something in the history of, of your family and your father-in-law that I think the audience would benefit from knowing about because really there probably wouldn't be a Titus Center but for the fact that there was a J.J. first. Isn't that right? Yeah, oh, that's absolutely right, Stan. Um, I, you know, I, I take very, very little credit for uh, a, that achievement because JJ, uh, my father-in-law, had so much to do with the, you know, the opening of it and the establishment of it. But really, it was the mindset that dates back to my dad. Um, you know, I just I remember being in ball games and you know going out for opening tips and. Uh, player announcements and you know like all kids I you you look into the stands to see your your family are, are they there and mm-hmm. my dad was always there he, he'd fly in from a trade show or a, a, a business meeting in other countries and he'd go right to the ball games and he'd be there and so it was always great to to see his commitment to me in that regard and and then I obviously took that with my own kids and um, you know building a business like we've built requires a big commitment uh, a lot of time and a lot of travel and been on uh, too many airplanes to even count but uh, just did my uh, 51st trip to Australia so the franchise owners there where we have we have 200 franchisees there and it's a big company in, in Australia, and we've done uh, our people there have done an amazing job, and and so, but you have to be committed to the area if you want to build it, and so it does require a lot of time away, and you know you gotta you gotta balance that with your family, and and I've got a, a great wife that we've been married for 29 years, and um, and so from our standpoint, we plan it, we we work it, and the family comes first, and in so many things that we do. And I got that from my dad and, and then in marrying Andrea, her dad came with the package as father-in-laws come with it. And, but mine was a little different in that I hired my father-in-law and, uh, and he was our first general manager in, in the business and started working in a Sinorama store and um, learned the industry and the business, but he brought the mentor program to our company he brought training and learning and and just working with people so much better he he had great training and he ran his own business for years as well but uh we built up and and grew from there and and uh you know to have that and then he got sick and um and uh, we were in the hospital and he he said he he wants to be able to give back and and he didn't know what he could give back. And we came up with the idea of JJ's Entrepreneurs, which was a business plan contest. And uh, we would judge it each year and, you know, and, and give out a winner. And, 
and it, and we would mentor that business, and we gave ten thousand dollars to the winner and five thousand dollars to the second place, and and uh, JJ would mentor them and work with them, and over the years that that worked out real well, and and then um, and then JJ passed, and um, that uh, really took a lot of us uh, in in you know we just. It, it sent us all for a loop, kind of, and, and, and so we wanted to really, really take what he had built and, and take it to another whole level, and so we established the Titus Franchise Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University, and my oldest son, AJ, graduated from there and was the president of the student government there for two years, and we know the people there, and felt very, very comfortable with their uh, morals and ethics and, and, and what they would do. And so we created an endowment and, and, and set it up and, and then went to work. And we did what we do. We you know, started building a brand. We got the right people in place and recruited people to be involved. And, um, and fortunately for us, Dr. John Hayes accepted the position and moved to West Palm Beach, and the timing for him uh, was amazing. And he did uh, accept it and moved forward, and, and uh, he's done an amazing job with the center. And so last year was our first year, and uh, uh, we, we had a great reception there. The, the president of the university has just been thrilled with the growth, uh, uh, you know, we have uh, 40 students now uh, in a concentration of franchising, and it, it's the only program of its kind in the state of Florida. And uh, so from our standpoint, you know, we've got a concentration in franchising as part of a bachelor's degree at Palm Beach Atlantic. And so it's great to see the students get involved, and we've taken it to another level with uh, internships and Initially, UFG was the, the company that was providing internships, and now we have uh, five different companies, uh, Chick-fil-A and TBC and Sloan's Ice Cream and Edwards Global Services are all part of this, and we're working on several more for the students. Uh, I know I had, uh, at United Franchise Group, we had nine interns here uh, this this last semester. So... The program is expanding and growing. Uh, we've got uh, some, um, I think it's over 40 advisory board members now, franchise executives uh, that have come <laughs> from all over. So it's it's just, uh, you know, I, I I really just, first I, you know, have to thank God and, and uh, everything that's been done there, it's a, uh, it for me, it's a God thing, and, and and then it's a Dr. John Hayes thing, and and then it's all the people that uh, we've been blessed to to know over the years that are a part of this now, and so the the franchise center is just is really flourishing. Well, I'm proud to be a part of it as well, and uh, I've made two meetings that have um, just absolutely floored me with what I've seen, and you called out uh, the president, President Fleming. At Palm yep. Beach Atlantic, every bit is involved and passionate about this program. I mean, I got to know him a lot better at this last meeting. And um, what an incredible guy, just a superhuman being, in addition to the support that he's, uh, he's providing uh, to the program. I mean, he's, he's really engaged in it. It's not just 
uh, a decision in business or for you know for the university. He's you can feel his passion is very very much a part of the program as well. So let's talk about the program and let's talk about uh, your vision and and John's execution um, and how all this is coming together. And I'm, of course, I'm proud to be on that advisory board and. and We've got a lot of work to do to ensure the future of, of the Titus Center so that we can put the word sustainable in front of growth because you can't be writing checks forever and neither can the people who initially uh, anteed up or stepped up. So we've got to find more ways to sustain the growth and to spread the word, don't we? Yeah, it's, it, you're so right, Stan. We, we, we have a program that is in place and it's flourishing. It, it even attracted... Uh, a Tampa businessman who funded $300,000 for a, uh, you know, a student competition and uh, to earn, you know, and, and invest in a franchise. And, and so we've got to, you know, people are coming from all different places and even outside the state of Florida and, and all over. And, and so we're excited about that, but you're so right. We've got to, continue to work toward a complete uh, sustainable model uh, that our franchise ease and uh, all the franchisors that are involved in this are all contributing, whether it's through the internship program, whether it's through giving, whether it's through hiring uh, or, or placing them in franchises, because these students Look, I'll share with you a quick story. When we announced the grand opening of the Titus Franchise Center in West Palm Beach, there was a lot of press, local press there. And after the event and after the opening of it, we, were, um, we did some Q&A with the press. And the first question I got asked was, why would you want to – uh, set this up so that kids flip hamburgers in McDonald's. And <laughs> I, I, I just could not believe the lack of knowledge of franchising by our press. They, they just don't have a clue when it comes to the importance of franchising in people's lives and what this has meant to so many entrepreneurs and so many different people. And I, I said, look, we're not teaching kids to flip hamburgers here. We're teaching them how to own McDonald's and not just a McDonald's, maybe the whole company someday. So these, these students are going to learn franchising. They're going to have on their resume franchising from training sessions and seminars, from uh, referrals from franchising experts. To They're going to be able to not only – get jobs at franchisees locations, but get jobs at franchisor headquarters all over the world. They're, they're also going to be able to own their own franchises, as, as we also have had several different students that are from out of the country that have been here looking at master license opportunities to run a franchise company in their country. So we believe the opportunities opportunities are endless for these students and this is a, a complete give back to franchising and the students and we want to be able to train them and raise them up in franchising so that they just have more and more opportunities and what franchising does is it, it and it does for economies and 
all over, but certainly here in the United States, is, you know, we generate more jobs, we pay more taxes, and, and, and build and grow our businesses. So in all different industries, as you guys know. And, and so from our standpoint, we are thrilled to build and grow this program in the school and, and to be able to see someday down the road a major in franchising and, and for our school to be not the, the only we want to be the first, but we want to be. We want to multiply this, and and we want to ultimately down the road franchise the franchise school, and and not that we'll uh, sell franchises, but I, I mean be able to license it and set other schools up with the with the right agendas and curriculum, and 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 set everything up for them to be able to plug in all over and outside the United States as well as. Dr. John Hayes and, and myself, we both have a lot of contacts outside the country, and many of our um, advisory board members do as well. So, Stan, we're going to be looking for ways to take this and, and in a lot of different directions as, a, as we give back. And it's, it, for us, it, it was an easier decision than outside people even think because – some of our best employees have come from Palm Beach Atlantic University. And so having that and saying that, our, our VP of Ops for Transworld Business Advisor is a 26-year-old graduate of Palm Beach Atlantic. Our president at Sinorama is a 27-year-old Palm Beach Atlantic graduate. So we, we look at this and say, yeah, it's it's the right thing to do, and we are getting a benefit from it as well. And I think all the franchise companies that are involved in this school will get a, a benefit and a great return, but not only give and, and do the right thing for the students, uh, but it's, it's a give back to franchising, Stan. You're listening to Franchise Today now in its ninth season of podcasting. I'm Stan Friedman, along with co-host Paul Segreto, and we're talking today with Ray Titus, serial entrepreneur, franchisor, author, and now philanthropist. Franchise Today is brought to you by the Franchise Foundry, where Paul Segreto and his team have been bringing emerging brands to market for more than 30 years. The Franchise Foundry fosters healthy, sustainable growth for their clients, the kind that comes from experience. The Foundry provides both coaching and consulting, a hybrid approach that delivers more effective solutions for both the franchisor's corporate team as well as for their franchisees. The Franchise Foundry team is rich in practical, hands-on experience, and expertise with general business management, operational and change management, digital marketing, and of course, franchise recruitment and development. Plus, the Foundry team can also assist with creating roadmaps for potential mergers and acquisitions and provide the kind of guidance you need to navigate them. Learn more about Paul Segreto and the Franchise Foundry, along with their expanding list of clients at www.franchisefoundry.com. Franchise Foundry, Franchise Foundry, boy, I'll tell you, Stan. Franchise Today is also <laughs> brought to you by FRM Solutions. Must be my age. Uh, offering best-in-class CRM and document management software designed specifically for franchising. Uh, FRM empowers real-time business intelligence, communication, and collaboration between all members of the franchisor's team and prospective as well as existing franchisees. This enables you to seamlessly and simply Track, 
access, and manage all messages to and from prospective and existing franchisees, including text. Legal and compliance is simplified as well with FRM's document management and even site visits can be digitally facilitated and scored with FRM. Make today the day you give FRM a look and assure that all of your candidate and franchisee correspondence, including text messages, are being permanently tracked and stored in candidate and franchisee records. FRM even provides state-of-the-art digital experiences for your prospective franchisees, replacing old-style virtual brochures. No long-term contracts, multiple upgrades each year at no additional cost. No excuses, just solutions. Check out Stan Friedman and his excellent team on the web at frmsolutions.com. Ray, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more about people outside of franchising uh, being so, uh, let's just call it ill-informed, uninformed uh, about franchising. Um, we could talk all day about that and some of the experience that I've had with uh, American Express over small business Saturday and them uh, excluding franchising in the early years to Seattle City Council when they were trying to put through and did put through the uh, higher wage rate, uh, minimum wage rate, uh, starting in franchising before it did for independence. It, it, it just never ceases to amaze me that there are rather intelligent people out there that really don't understand uh, franchising. So this and what you're achieving with and what you're looking to achieve at the Titus Center for Franchising is definitely uh, long overdue, well long overdue. Um, I know earlier in the uh, in the show you mentioned that, you know, this is the – only program of its kind in Florida, but probably it's the only one of its kind with franchise, you know, concentration uh, in the U.S. And just to let uh, some of our listeners know, the Titus Center concentration in franchising curriculum uh, includes three academic courses, principles in franchising, franchise creative ventures, and franchise management operations, plus an internship. Explain uh, for our audience you know, how the student uh, integrates that with their other studies, because this is a concentration, it's not yet a degree in franchising. Um, explain how a student would integrate that together and what a day in the life of that student would be like as they're going through this program. Sure. Uh, they, th many of them are uh, majors of accounting or marketing or business management and and in, in the business, in the Rinker Business School, where the uh, Titus Franchise Center is, it, it, we tie all of them together. And so every one of those majors are needed in franchise organizations. And so these kids, they come in for, you know, in internships, and not only are they smart and really, really good, bright in, in these different areas and we've gotten great ideas from interns uh, here at, at UFG but these are good kids they they really on the uh, they're they're really been brought up right and 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 they bring a lot to the table for a team so they tie that all together with franchising so those skills that they learn now they're starting to see how they can apply 
these different, whether they are going to be an owner of a franchise or whether they're going to be an executive in a franchise organization, um, and and or it start as an employee in in a franchise operation and learn from the inside out and and work up and like many many uh, great successful owners have done over the years from Truett Cathy to, you know, you, you go through them all that they, they started real small and they worked their ways and, and ways up. And, and we actually showed the, uh, the founder, the movie, the founder to all the students in school. And then we had a, a Q and a session after it with uh, three of us uh, from franchising um, from Chick-fil-A and from Sloan's ice cream that, um, and myself that answered questions from the kids and and uh, and and I I need to stop calling them kids because they're really not kids they're 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 really young adults that have just they're flourishing in front of us um, with the center also that what we've done and and Stan's been a part of this is create some programs that other franchise organizations can benefit from as well so. There's a uh, you know a sales boot camp as was mentioned earlier, uh, that's in January, and we're we're putting together programs to help franchisors and kind of matching them up with the students, but but also uh, there's going to be a benefit to being on this advisory board, and we feel really strong that we want to bring other benefits to franchise organizations that join up and do the right thing. So we've established the, the first sales boot camp and to help franchisors uh, grow and build and grow their franchise. And, you know, they can, they can get a lot more information about the boot camp at uh, www.pba.edu um, forward slash franchising camp. And so that, that is another uh, give back uh, to franchisors. Yeah, that URL is uh, actually www.pba.edu forward slash franchise camp. Let's not get the audience looking for you and not able to find you. That's franchise camp after the forward slash. And you can find plenty of information there, or I'm certain if you just go to pba.edu and look up the Titus Center, you can find links as well. Ray, um, in, in next fall, I believe, is when Jock, Dr. Hayes has uh, told us that we can expect some more news, can't we, with um, course curriculum going up to the MBA level and some more information about that and as well uh, about correspondence courses. Tell us a little bit more about what's on tap for that. Well, yeah, we're really, really excited uh, about the next steps in the, uh, you know, and in, in, in MBA concentration and franchising and uh, some of the courses that are going to be offered online and 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 being able to take the school to a another whole, whole level and next spring uh students are going to be able to enroll in a european study tour and uh, john hayes is going to lead the tour and you know they're doing london and munich and and there's actually um, a franchise show going on next month in in germany and i was on the phone with the promoter yesterday regarding that because we'll be there uh united franchise group will have uh, a couple booths at that show in germany so the world keeps getting smaller and smaller and and we believe that we are in the perfect situation 
helping students grow and training them and raising them up in franchising and, and really educating not only the students, uh, but as we said earlier, the press and, and the general public about the importance of franchising and, and how we are a collection of small business owners and entrepreneurs that benefit from each other. And just having a, a, a big training school and a give back like this is one thing, but to take it to another level in franchising and, and overall to just enhance the view of franchising around the world. Now, who doesn't want to come to West Palm Beach in January of of 2019. I mean, <laughs> the perfect time of year. And and thankfully, too, we should give thanks to um, another member of the advisory board and acknowledge Tom Portizzi. Um, for, you know, this is going to bolt right on to Franchise Expo South, right? So yeah, anyone who's participating right. in Fort Lauderdale is right down the road. And this yep. could be a great one-two oh. punch, right? Yep, that's a big, big franchise show that's going to have hundreds of franchise opportunities right in Fort Lauderdale in January to kick off the year of, you know, 2019. And so, you know, we, we wanted to set up the sales boot camp before the show so that we could work with some franchise companies and franchisors to help them to ensure their success at the trade show as well. But, uh, yeah, Stan, that, that show is going to be an amazing event for anyone who's looking at owning their own business or, or taking their business to another level or even turning their business into a franchise, which we do that as well here at the United Franchise Group. Ray, we talk every week, as Paul introduced you today and explained how we ask the same question week after week to every CEO or, or executive that comes on and joins us to share their nuggets with our audience. We always make light of how franchising is not intentional um, unless you're born into it as were you. It's not something that we, with purpose, go to school and study for, um, or at least not until now, um, because this is the mission, I think, part of the work that the, the strategy committee is doing uh, for the Titus Center is, is what can we do to make franchising more intentional? How can we get the word out? How can we help? Those who think they know about franchising and think it's all about a hamburger learn a little bit more. Um, so I think that what we're doing here is is tremendous work for the next generation or, or generations to come. Um, how do you see us getting the word to more people that perhaps don't even know any more about franchising than the experiences we discussed at the beginning of the program today? Um, what's, what's the vehicle? How is this university going to be able to bang the drum to, to the point where we can uh, get a cadence of communication going uh, at a different level than we are seeing today? Well, Stan, I don't think it's unlike any franchise brand that you or I uh, have been involved in all these years. Uh, You've you got to do it one step at a time and get the right people involved and put together a plan and and hit goals and, and drive it each and every year to be bigger and better. Um, but in this case, we got to throw in education and educating these, you know, not only the, the students about franchising, but all the different opportunities that are out there 
for them to explore and build, and, and they can go into over 7,000 different industries, and it's just amazing the opportunities that they have in front of them, but we got to get the word out, like you're saying, and, and you know, it's, it's podcasts like this, it's, it's the traditional media, it's, it's getting it on our websites, it's how do we link up the growth of this school and the education with all the franchise organizations that are involved from an advisory. It might be links on the website, Stan. It, it's at trade shows. It, it, you know, we need to be passing the torch of franchising to the next generations, as you're saying, but doing it the right way. We need to train them and make sure that it's done the right way. And, you know, look, that starts with each and every one of us. And for me, I've got three boys. They're 27, 24, and 21. And the 27 and 24-year-olds are already here working full-time and, and doing a great job. And they have a, a, a great respect for the history of franchising and what it's done for so many people out there. And my 21-year-old, he's a senior in college this year, so we're going to let him figure it out another year before he can decide <laughs> what he wants to do. But, but each of them make their own decision. And, and, but you need to see it and, and, and live it. And that's what I think our job is. You know, this, this generation is, is a great generation. I, I don't know about you guys as we celebrate Paul's uh, 61st birthday here. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I hear a lot of guys and a lot of people our ages complain about this generation not working the same way or not doing the same things or expecting different things. And I can tell you that's all part of that is true, but what they're missing is how great this next generation is and how smart they are and how creative they are. And so if we can marry up the old school work ethic and the old school experience with the new school enthusiasm and creativity and technology, then I'm really, really excited about what the next generation is going to bring to franchising. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think we're in an entrepreneurial society, and I think uh, today's generation and generation coming up behind them is going to open doors and open eyes um, like none before them. It might be a little bit different than we're used to because we grew up you know, where the typical job was a nine-to-five job. And to them, um, they might start at 5 o'clock at night and end to 10 the next morning, but get an unbelievable amount of work done. You know, I I think it's important to take a look back, because I I want our listeners really to understand the importance about educating uh, people about franchising, because um, there's too many that just don't understand it. And I remember when I first uh, heard the word franchising, um, my in-laws, my, my new in-laws at the time, were getting ready to move tech to Texas right after we had, my wife and I got married. And my father-in-law had said, you know, if you guys ever come down, we should look into a franchise. I didn't know much about franchising. And, of course, uh, I remember reading books that said, you know, if you don't understand something, go find a book that has it, learn all you can. So I remember going to uh, the store, and I bought a book called uh, Welcome to the Wonderful World of uh, – actually, it was uh, Free Yourself in a Business of Your Own, and there was a chapter about the wonderful world of franchising. And, oh, my God, you know, reading back now, 
Um, mm. it, and, I, and I think what a disservice to franchising the, quite frankly, the crap that was in there clearly by somebody that didn't understand the business model of franchising. And I think as the business model has become more complicated, I think that gap might have grown even larger than it was back then. And certainly uh, what you're doing with the Titus, um, <coughs> excuse me, with the Titus Center for Franchising, I think is just extraordinary. And the more that gets out, the more education that we give of people, I think it's going to not only create better franchise executives, I think it'll create better entrepreneurs into the future, and also better franchisees um, that really didn't understand. I think about so many people that don't understand franchising, and we start down the, uh, the track of working with them to look at franchise opportunities, and they're just babes in the woods. They're lost, the deer in the headlights. So kudos uh, for this. I know it was a long time uh, in the making. Uh, love that dreams come true. Certainly love that uh, entrepreneurship, you know, lives on and on uh, now into your third generation. That's just extraordinary. Well, thank you very much for that, Paul. And uh, as you said, you know, we, we, we love helping people achieve their goals and dreams. Uh, the Titus Franchise Center is one of my dreams. And so it is, it, it's for, you know, the, all of franchising. It's for the kids. It's for the school. It's for my father-in-law and my father and um, and my family. And so, it's it's one of those uh, labors of love that uh, you know we are looking to expand and grow and and uh, looking for this next year to be even twice the year that our first year was, which was a great success. And John and the team are doing a wonderful job. It's January. Right around the corner, it's almost here, January 22nd and 23rd in West Palm Beach. We neglected to mention, I think, that there are also 300 CFE credits for attending, which is just an icing on the cake value add. So you've got the Franchise Expo South, um, you, you hit the boot camp right adjacent to it, and you get 300 CFE credits for, for the doing. Hey, you know, I asked a question before that I think I've given myself the answer to, Ray, um, I asked, how are we going to get that word out there and continue to get that word out there? Well, with 40 students enrolled now, I know that a great many of them have already made commitments to becoming franchising professionals coming up. They're going to actually acquire franchises. Um, I think those 40 are our best ambassadors, and the 40 that follow those, and the 80 and the hundreds others that come after, the successes that are born out of this curriculum are going to become the drumbeat that helps us turn the corner on the media and on the lack of education as to what it is to be a professional in the world of franchising. Ray, we, we can't let you get away without uh, giving you the opportunity today to share some more information with the audience as pertains to you, United Franchising, to the Titus Center. What best way for people to find you and find out more? Well, you know, Stan, uh, the the 32nd commercial on us is we're United Franchise Group, and we're we've got uh, eight different brands and in, in, that are really growing and, and expanding, and that's UnitedFranchiseGroup.com, and you'll see uh, all our brands and our, our franchises that are there, and 
we'd welcome an opportunity to to meet and and talk with folks that are interested in owning their own business or a master license in a country or just you know just making a change from our standpoint and from the school standpoint uh, for franchisors that are out there we'd love to have you involved whether it's joining the advisory board or um, you know, just supporting it financially or interns, taking interns into your office and so many other ways that franchise organizations can get involved and finding great employees for the future is always going to be a part of our organizations and this is a, a great way to do that and to give back at, at the same time. And for students out there, there is no better industry for you to be looking at and no better area for you to have an incredible career and, and future than franchising. And uh, so I would highly recommend the, the Titus Franchise Center and Palm Beach Atlantic University, which is one of the finest universities around. And, and like Paul said, uh, one of the only universities that has this concentration in franchising and all the opportunities that are right here and the contacts that are here in Palm Beach. Not, not that uh, we want to even mention that the president drives by the school uh, very often on his way to Mar-a-Laga. So we get, uh, we get some great plugs, we get some great PR, and the, and the university is just uh, in a beautiful spot for students to enjoy their education and build and grow themselves. Awesome. That's awesome. And remember to look for PBA Titus Center for Franchising uh, on Facebook. Uh, like the page. They're also on Twitter and Instagram. And also, uh, we didn't really have time to get into this, but I think it, it bears mentioning, next spring, Tiny Center students can enroll in a European study tour. John Hayes will lead a tour to London and Munich, where students will meet franchise executives and learn about the challenges of international franchising. Many of PBA students come from abroad, and many students want to work internationally, and I knew I had to get that in there before we ran out of time. <laughs> well, Ray, it's been a real pleasure having you with us today. Ray, I appreciate you being our guest today. Yeah. Well, great. thank you very much. It's my honor to be with you guys, and thanks for all you both do for franchising. As, as you, Ray, as and, you, and, uh, of course, as Dr. John Hayes as well, who um, – who's been given to franchising for as long as I've known him. And um, he is now in a position that he's been, he's been preparing for this his entire career. Sure. And now he's, Mm -hmm. he's where he belongs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true. Absolutely. Couldn't imagine him anyplace else. That's perfect. Great. Thanks again, Ray. I also want to thank uh, Monica Fide and the team at uh, BizCom PR uh, for doing their work with um, Titus Center for Franchising and, of course, being a very loyal supporter and promoter of Franchise Today. We really, really appreciate it. Well, Stan, uh, next week uh, we have another special guest coming to us. Uh, I think it will be his third or fourth um, segment on Franchise Today. And, of course, this one is a little bit different than it's been in the past. And you had a recent conversation with him. So I'm going to give you the, uh, the the podium to announce next week's guest. Well, next week it will be a privilege and a pleasure, as it was today, to be talking not only with a professional in franchising, but somebody who's been part of my life for a great many years, and that's Steve Greenbaum. 
who um, who's re-emerged yet again. So, you know, Steve has been involved with IFA in leadership, a chair of the IFA in the past. He uh, spent many years, again, with a family business, much like Ray, um, with, you know, PostNet, and recently sold PostNet and stayed under the radar for a little while while trying to figure out what's next in his life. And Steve, Steve has reemerged as uh, the CEO of Comfort Care, and we're going to be very happy to spend some time with Steve next week and, and talk through the vision of franchising through the eyes of somebody who has lived a lifelong dream of business ownership, business leadership, and service to the International Franchise Association. So I'm really looking forward to next week's interview, Paul. Absolutely. And in addition to being uh, a past chair of the IFA, wasn't he also an entrepreneur of the year for the IFA? Quite right. You are quite right. Tremendous. It'll be an honor to have Steve back on the show. Well, until then, um, my name is Paul Segreta, wishing you the best, the very best, in this great, great thing called franchising. And Franchise Today is Franchise pros stand the man, Paul Segreto. Time to show you the way of franchising today. Hey, do you possess the spirit of an entrepreneur? Want to lay your business plan down like a rug or a floor? Or maybe you have a dream of opening a chain of delis? Or whatever passion likes that pilot life under your belly? Or do you want to start a business, fam, using the proven trademark from another brand? Huh. And grow together and expand like a rage of fire from a single to a multi-unit empire. Well, pay attention to this podcast that you hear streaming in HD to fine tune both your ears. And standing Paul lays down the law. Whether you want to be a franchisee or a franchisor, it's all about sustainable growth, the sensible franchising, proven concepts to start enterprises. So use your left and right side of your brain and absorb this knowledge here of franchising today. Franchising today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today, sustainable growth, the sensible franchising. Franchise today. Franchise today. Franchise today. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. Tell me what you're gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. From producer J.J. Abrams. What happens to those people? They have been given a purpose. Critics are calling Overlord one hell of an entertaining ride. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord. Rated R. In theaters on IMAX November 9th. Directed by Julia Savory.